It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Welcome to the close of business. It's great to have you here with us on this Tuesday, the 21st of July. I'm here with David Scott. Scotty, it was a good day for markets. How about you? Yeah, it was a great day. A turbocharged, terrific turnaround Tuesday. What a remarkable day. Uh, far exceeding what we saw on Wall Street, but uh, pleasant nonetheless, and uh, maybe a bit of a vote of confidence for the uh, measures that have been introduced by the government. Uh, today when it comes to uh, support payments for households. We'll get there in just a sec, but yeah, it's worthwhile just um, outlining. Yeah, tech was really strong last night, momentum and growth. The S&P 500 index turning positive for the year. I know this is old news, but it did set us up. Our tech space went gangbusters today, Um, but we also saw the gold miners. I mean, it was a monster session for gold as well. You really couldn't look anywhere in this market without seeing a lot of positivity. I mean, Telstra does come to mind. So there was just this real risk on environment. As you mentioned, uh, not hurt by the job keeper. It's 2.0 is what our new catchphrase is. Make a note, Scotty. But also we saw uh, the EU coming to the party today. You must be pretty chuffed with your uh, view that you expressed yesterday, Scotty. Oh, look, I'm actually surprised that it happened so quickly. <laughs> I to be am honest. Too, so, to be honest. Usually it uh, is, is drawn out and as, uh, as dramatic as possibly can be. But I did like that they at least announced it. As, uh, I think it was some ridiculous hour, like 3 a.m. in the morning. Uh, <laughs> they actually going to announce it. So uh, it was fantastic. They've come with a deal. Great news for the European Union. Uh, obviously, they've still got a lot of challenges that lie ahead. But uh, some uh, some rare good news uh, for the economic side of things out of the eurozone overnight. There was all right. Um, I know that you've got a view on you know just how the analysts perhaps contributed to this massive tech rally that we saw on Wall Street through the overnight. Why are you uh, thinking about what analysts are writing about, Scotty? Because I think they had quite a big impact in what happened overnight, uh, particularly in the tech space. So uh, Amazon upgraded by Goldman Sachs that sent uh, that stock. higher, not bad for the biggest component within the S&P 500. Then uh, we also saw Credit Suisse went and uh, upgraded a whole bunch of stay-at-home stocks based on, uh, it looks like something they Googled because uh, I went and did it myself and it came up with exactly the same thing they were putting in their report about Well, how... the thesis is not that far-fetched. It's um, oh, not yeah, at all. prolonged not, not, lockdowns. Not, not at all, but yeah. I just found it was like 66 days uh, to go and permanently alter consumer behaviours. And that, uh, that saw Facebook, Snap, a whole bunch of other tech stocks go crazy. And um, it just made me think that uh, whilst uh, all these people have been saying that maybe this era of central bank money printing is like the era of uh, no, the stock picker maybe coming to an end, it just reinforced to me that maybe over the, uh, no, maybe a bit prematurely going to say that uh, that's dead and buried. Certainly so. All right. Um, we spoke with uh, Kate Howitt from Fidelity International, and I think she'd probably, um, you know, agree that stimulus has done some pretty amazing things for equities but she's saying that look don't be thinking that because companies outperform they will be the first as well 
uh, to underperform if times change. She also calls value, you know, the classic widow maker in equity. So if you'd like to listen to that interview, you can access it via the show notes. Um, perhaps we should turn now then to JobKeeper, JobSeeker 2.0. We spoke with uh, liberal leader, former liberal leader, I should say, John Hewson, ANU professor. Um, he is just sort of lamenting that we haven't had any of those big structural reforms being announced by the federal government as of yet. But, um, you know, we've got to think, we've been chatting about it a lot in the newsroom, that perhaps this early uh, release of the changes to the JobKeeper, JobSeeker program you know, might be just foreshadowing something, something bigger to come on Thursday, maybe something a little bit more negative when it comes to the economic forecasts. What are you expecting now that we know the changes to the stimulus come Thursday, Scotty? Well, certainly you clear the, uh, the airways for that particular day. I'm not actually sure too much beyond a couple of forecasts what uh, Treasurer Josh Frydenberg is going to actually be able to talk about. We already know so much information. So maybe there'll be a pleasant surprise. Maybe it'll be a terrible surprise. But uh, it certainly has, uh, it was quite strange to go and see it uh, move forward. So maybe we're getting the good news out there first before we deliver the bad news. But who knows, uh, it could be a surprise on the way later this week. But um, most people are putting down some of the rise that we saw on the ASX today in particular, um, you know, which closed up by 2.5%, Chi-X 200 up by 2.5% as well, down to the fact that there is more stimulus, uh, they've got our backs, there'll be more money being pumped into this economy, will likely be good for certain parts of the uh, ASX, the equity market. You know, you can look to discretionary retailers because we are spending. You know, the CBA credit card data showed we're spending. ANZ's data showed that we're spending. Uh, we were chatting with um, Martin Crabb, who's CIO of Sean Partners, uh, towards the close, actually, of the session. And he was saying, look, if you look at some of the um, those stay-at-home names in the retail space in particular, JB Hi-Fi came to mind. You know, he's looking to sort of lighten up as we move towards earnings season, which still is looming large. Oh, absolutely. But uh, on, on relation to uh, the stimulus, I believe a lot of the, the retail spending we're seeing has been induced by these temporary factors, you know, early release of super, job keeper, job seeker and the like. Uh, but it's, uh, it is interesting to go and see what will go and play out from here. There's a lot of economic risk, but when it came to the performance today, uh, undoubtedly, I think that uh, the announcement from the government did have an impact. Now, just be, the reason I can say that is beyond the equity market movement, the Australian dollar also rallied as well. It by far outperformed other G10 currencies today. And that tells me there was a bit of a Team, uh, team Australia uh, bid going in there. So maybe offshore investors were looking at uh, what was going on and saying, well, not a bad place to go and invest given the current circumstances. Hey, and uh, there's so much to talk about that Phil Lowe hasn't even got a look into this conversation yet. The Reserve Bank Governor uh, doing quite an extensive Q&A at the Annika luncheon that was held today. He also had um, outlined in his prepared notes that look negative interest rates, extraordinarily unlikely. MMT, not really an option. Uh, he's really, again, calling for structural reforms, reforms to the tax system. He's not being political about it, of course, but he is pointing people to the many, many reams of reports that have been done over the years, really calling for some meaningful reform to bring Australia to an innovative place where businesses, and this is his catchphrase, want to come set up, innovate, and uh, create jobs and do business. Undoubtedly, but uh, he's not the first person to be saying that over the past few decades. And unfortunately, uh, reform beyond, uh, I think the last major reform was the, uh, the GST introduction. And that was uh, just when I was uh, finishing up at, at, um, at uh, university. So um, it's been a while between drinks before any major reforms. Whether we're going to get anything out of this is, uh, is questionable, but uh, we can keep parroting the need for it. 
Uh, maybe one day something will change. Well, John Houston, uh, if you'd like to, that's a good segue, listen to that interview. Again, you can access that via our show notes. We've got a great interview with Marinika, which is, I've had to pause before I've been saying these company names today. It's a small cap uranium miner. Talked to them early this morning. Uh, they say that their opportunity is wider, literally, than the English channel. They've made a discovery that, um, yeah, encompasses that type of geography. That's in the show notes as well. Uranium has been really hot. It has been really hot. I really loved in the media release too, they actually had the English channel showing that the size of this size. <laughs> oh, really? is, I thought it was fantastic. I missed that. Okay, so stock of the day today, down or EDI, no movement there, in a trading halt. We spoke with our expert guests on the call about this one. Let's hear what Michael Gable from Fairmont Equities had to say. I think in some respects it was it was expected that they need to raise some money. So they're, they're raising funds at about a 12% discount. Um, I mean, the shares haven't been trading very well in the last few weeks, several weeks anyway. So I think the market was expecting some sort of raising. So they're going to pay off the spotless um, acquisition uh, and then just bolster the, the balance sheet. Whilst some of their government contracts are quite defensive, um, it'd be interesting to see how the market takes this um, mm -hmm. capital raising. What we've seen over the last few months is companies that do raise capital, I think eight times out of 10 have gone on to trade higher. But... Um, yeah, interesting to see how it will trade, not necessarily one I'd be jumping into. Man, this has been a very ordinary operating business for a very, very long time. I want to say it's about the same price that traded a decade ago. Um, and when you start with that premise, and again, the market will do what the market will do, but if there was any value creation, any meaningful value creation, we'd see it already in the share price. Downer is, is really not doing well, trying to find growth desperately. Smothers was supposed to be the answer. Maybe finally when they have it all inside the tent, it'll start to do a bit better for them. Uh, but this has been a really, really tough business. There's just no reason to own it. And I think this is when you want to leave well and truly well enough alone until you see a better result coming through from the operating business. And that was Scott Phillips from The Motley Fool finishing off the thoughts there about stock of the day, downer EDI. So it has um, gone into a trading halt ahead of that $400 million capital raise to bolster its balance sheet, take it through COVID and buy out the remaining shares that it doesn't already own in Spotless Group. Okay, on the agenda tomorrow, uh, the big one here locally is preliminary retail sales these are coming through for june retail sales rose by a record 16.9 percent in may after falling by a record 17.7 percent in april but again the question is yeah how much you know how much more of that um that cliff can be climbed i suppose given the extent of stimulus that we've seen yeah well the absolute level that we saw of retail sales in may was actually well above the pre-covid level so really strong so it points to the potential for some modest downside risk, but hey, we know that there's a lot of stimulus being flushed through this economy. Uh, we know that uh, you know, retail spending has been pretty strong based on the credit card data we're seeing from the major banks. So who knows, maybe it will continue. Um, 2020 has been full of unprecedented uh, events. Maybe this will be another one. Keep on keeping on, 2020, I say. All right, tomorrow we'll be speaking with Paul Locke. He's the Managing Director of Pan Asia Metals at 9.20 a.m., we will also be speaking with Wayne Patterson, CEO of Enteris Technologies. Ticker code for that one is AVR. We've had a lot of viewers asking about this company. And we will be talking with Kalamazoo Resources CEO, Luke Reinher at 3.50 p.m. And um, yeah, we'll look forward to speaking with Ben Clark, who's a portfolio manager at TMS Capital. To wrap out the day, what will it bring? Um, we've got uh, big companies reporting in the US tonight. Coca-Cola comes to mind. So that will help set the scene. And again, COVID, vaccines, and plenty more besides. Maybe some analyst notes as well. You never know, Scuddy. We will uh, talk about it all tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. See you then.